Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome again to another Loving the Christ Life, where each week Warren Litzman takes us through Paul's writings and the in Christ message. They're fascinating, they're a blessing, and they're a great learning experience. They're life-changing. Let's get right into it. Here's today's message from Warren Litzman. Greetings, dear friends. It's time to go into the Word of God again and get light for our journey, peace for our souls, and hope in our spirit. So glad you tuned in today, and I pray that this is the Lord's day in your life that becomes so very, very important. We're studying in Philippians, the third chapter, and uh, I need to read that sixth verse over to you again. It said, Concerning zeal, persecuting the church, teaching the righteousness which is in the law, I was blameless. That's the way the Apostle Paul put certain things. I was blameless. He was blameless in his soulish part because those were the things he wanted his life to exemplify. He wanted himself as a self to be like those things. Blameless. I know a lot of people who claim to be blameless. They just never do any wrong. I had a lady to come to me one time and tell me that uh, she had never done wrong since she had been saved. She had lived like a Christian. And I, I thought while she was talking to me, uh, she hadn't included bragging in that. Now, Paul was a big bragger. He was a big bragger before Jesus became his life. But after Christ became his life, there was a radical, a glorious, a, a tremendous tremendous change that took place and that change is what we're all interested in and looking for it's what can happen to every one of us a glorious change well I'm going to get to that this sixth verse said concerning zeal persecuting the church Touching the righteousness which is in the law, I was blameless. But now he's learned something. Now he knows Christ lives in him. So look at what he has to say. But what things were gained to me. You see, that's what self-life is. That's what a soulish person is. A person that's really soulless can utter these same words, what was gained to me? Everything that was gained to me, Paul says, I count all things but loss. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Now we're getting down to the perfect understanding of what Christianity is. Christianity is persons, made up of persons who have counted everything that made them somebody loss.
because they didn't see how they could have Christ in them and still be that great, great person. Great, great person. Some time ago I saw an ad in the newspaper where a preacher was advertising his revival and he, the ad said he is a man sent by God who possesses unlimited power. I thought when I read that, he sure got to answer a lot of questions. Boy, he's got to answer a lot of more questions than I do with that kind of a statement, with that kind of a lie. What things are gained to him, he must count loss. If, if he sees a great miracle, he's got to count it loss. Because Christ is bigger. If a bunch of people get healed, he's got to count it loss as his ministry for Christ. What do we give up for Christ? Just those things that are worldly, those things that are insecuring our life, not making our life any better? Is that what we give up, good and bad? No. We give up all things that makes us who we are because we, the us, have a new life in us. And that new life demands full attention. You don't give Him part attention. You don't give Christ some attention. You give Him all attention. Think about it now. You give Him all the attention. He's in you. He's not separated from you. I know most people are still running around trying to find out where Jesus is. Well... If you hear me and you know that Christ lives in you, you've been born again. If you know that, this has happened to you. So Christ is in you. There can be no new birth except Christ be in you. The new birth is God's seed. God's seed is Christ. Peter said, being born again not of the corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible. That's what a Christian is. So as I said, we're getting down to the, to the important point of what is a Christian. And that's what I'm trying to make known on this broadcast. What is a Christian? Are they Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, Pentecostal? What is a Christian? A Christian is Christ. Is Christ alive? Christ, Paul said, Christ lives in me. He's alive in me. I'm not just carrying around an idea that I got all bundled up somewhere in my spirit. No. Christ lives in me. The person of Christ. That's the way Paul explained it in some places. He said in Ephesians that I can do all things through the person of Christ. So who do I have living in me? I have Christ living in me. Who is Christ? God the Son. I don't have John, uh, I don't have uh, Jesus of Nazareth. He doesn't live in me. I don't have the one who created the world living in me. I have the one who distinctly on the cross of Calvary died with my sin in him and killed him out. I have this Savior in me. 
I have the Lord of glory in me. Alive. He's alive in me. And so does every person that's been born again. I could say every person that's been saved. But I'd be reaching a little too far. I'd like to think that. I'd like to think that every person saved had been born again and was not ashamed of it. Ready to holler it out to the world. I've been rebirthed. I've got a new seed in me. And that seed is Christ. And that seed is bearing fruit through me. It's what I'd like to have happen. But don't always go the way I'd like it. Another great message we're listening to this week from the book of Philippians with Warren Litzman. Let me encourage you to let the Holy Spirit take over and lead you through these sessions. You may not understand everything but you will begin to if you allow the Holy Spirit to come in and teach you these great lessons about Jesus. It happens. It's happened to me. It happens to me. I just let myself open and pray that I can understand the things that are being said here. And Warren has such a wonderful way of doing that. Go to the website. Learn more about the In Christ message. We are at Christ-Life.org. And there you can go to the bookstore and find these great messages in different forms, books, videos, and tapes. And you, too, will be able to continue to listen to these services and these messages and be blessed by these great, great teachings of Warren Litzman. Now, let's get back. Here's Warren. So we're in the seventh verse. But what of the third chapter of Philippians? Seventh verse. But what things were gained to me, these I counted lost for Christ. <laughs> what have you lost, dear friend? What did you lose? Somebody said, I lost my inheritance. If you're saved and you're a Christian, you lost it for Christ. Some would say, well, I cannot get a job. I, I, I'm too smart. I've got too much education. I've just lost my education. Let me say, dear friend, you need to lose it all for Christ. You, you turn loose of it. You lose it all. Whatever it is that has made you a you, you need to lose it. That doesn't mean it's going to leave you. That doesn't mean that Christ, who is in you, is not going to use those things when He needs to. But He's not going to make you a you anymore. He's not going to make you a somebody anymore. He's not going to dwell on the issue anymore of what you are. It's going to be Him. In Him we live and move and have our own being. It's just going to be Him. So that's the important, most important aspect of it. This eighth verse is just loaded with great truth. He says that again. Yea, doubtless, and I call all things but loss. They're all, all things that's made me who I am, I've lost. It isn't that I become a nothing. It's the very opposite. I have become Christ alive. Not God alive. 
some people take these statements and turn them into we're all gods. I think there's a verse of scripture that says that and it's it's kind of out of line, out of order. And the man who said it was uh, more or less uh, agitist, uh, critical. But let me tell you, we're not gods. I don't want to be a god. I just want to be what God made me and what was in His plan. What was in His plan? That Christ be my life. Not God the Son, but Christ be my life. You say, how do you separate that? It's simple. He comes to live in me on this, on this earth to work through me in everything God wants done. It's a marvelous life. It's a glorious life. It's a wonderful thing that He's done. And this eighth verse says, Doubtless I count all things lost. For what? For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Ah! Now, we know what a Christian is. What is a Christian? One who has lost all that has made him who he is. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Every time I go through this verse, I think of the people who are not very smart, no education, can't read or write. Maybe they're in a heathen tribe. Maybe, maybe they just are the dumbest people that ever were. How could excellency of knowledge take over? Dear friend, it's a work of the Holy Spirit. When he said, I have suffered the loss of all things for the excellency of the knowledge, excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. What did he mean by that? He meant that the dumbest person in the world could be taught by the Holy Spirit to know Jesus in a very special and great way. That you wouldn't really have to know all about things, science, things, educations, things, planets, things. You wouldn't have to know all those things to measure up perfectly in the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. Think about it. I remember well years ago when I was on the mission field, we had a special speaker to come in. And he was going to get up and tell us what it was he was to preach. We had a testimony service just before he got up. And one fellow stood up and testified of things that this preacher was going to preach. I mean almost down to the verse scripture and main points of his message. And I was sitting next to this man on the platform, and when he saw that in this, what seemingly was a very ignorant heathen on the surface, he said to me, how in the world can this fellow know all these things? That's what I'm going to talk about today. Well, I had an answer for him. His teacher is the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit teaches you, He teaches you on the basis of what you can understand and know with His help. He doesn't bring you how to uh, 
control the universe and how to overwhelm people with your knowledge of different things. The Holy Spirit comes and fixes your mind so that on the level of what you do know and understand, the Holy Spirit gives it to you and uses it as you to where you know just exactly what God wants you to know. Think about it. That's what it's all about. And so he said, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. We'll deal with the latter part of that verse on tomorrow's broadcast. But for right now, what have you lost for Jesus? For you see, your mind created by God is made to consist of the things of God. He didn't make a mind for all the junk that's coming forth, like junk that comes out of television and movies and the world. He made a mind that can possess Christ. And until you suffer the loss of the stuff you put in that mind, you're never going to win Christ. I'm going to get back to this on tomorrow's broadcast. I pray that God will help you to see it and learn it until I come back to you again. God love you. I love you. Thank God for you. You're listening. Keep it up. There will be great things that happen to you. Till tomorrow, God bless you. Bye-bye. Another great lesson from Warren Litzman today. Thank you so much for allowing us to bring this to you and for listening. Let us invite you to invite your family and friends to these podcasts each week. These are life-changing, and I'm hoping and praying the more that you listen to these things, you see how life-changing they are. It's right from the Bible. It's all the truth, and it is something that we need. This message is so important here at this time. So wherever podcasts are heard in the world, you can find Loving the Christ Life every week. So be sure and tell others about us. I'd like to thank Robbie Litzman for allowing us to go through the archives each week to bring you these great messages. And Valerie Hill, thank you. You do a great job on our Twitter account. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. You can do it. Thanks to Valerie. Tammy Laycott does our weekly podcast reports. And when you download the podcast, you see these reports that go hand in hand with the podcast that you are about to hear. Well, Tammy Laycock does those, and we appreciate it. And this program could not be made possible without our producer, Teresa Ferraro, from the Christ Life Fellowship. She's terrific. Thank you so much for being with us. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.